0: Hi, Rain, and welcome to the second episode of The Greek Geek, a podcast where we look at all things to do with biblical Greek. And I am your resident Greek geek, your host, Christian. I don't present myself as an expert on the language, simply someone who loves it and likes to share about it. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, please click subscribe. We come out with a new podcast every week on Wednesday. Today, we're gonna talk a little bit about the Greek alphabet, the alphabet of Koine Greek. Now, when we talk about biblical Greek, we call it Koine Greek, that's K-O-I-N-E, Koine. And Koine simply means common Greek. It's the Greek of Jesus's day. It was the Greek of the everyday man on the streets and in the marketplace. As we turn to the Greek alphabet, we can make a few interesting observations. We can observe that it was derived from Phoenician, or so it seems. We can also notice that it was the first known language, as far as I know, first known language to have actual symbols or letters to represent vowels. And we can observe that there were 24 letters. By the time of the incarnation, the Greek alphabet had been around for five or six centuries, established in the order that we know it today. 24 letters starting with the letter alpha. We're going to go through, and I'm going to give you how I learned to sound out the letters. And I'm going to do it briefly. I, I learned these in um, in little patterns, in little groups, and it helped me remember them. So the first five, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon. Then zeta, eta, theta. Three letters in a row, zeta, eta, theta so alpha beta gamma delta epsilon zeta, eta theta then iota kappa lambda mu iota kappa lambda mu nu z and that's always a fun one to say it's a little weird nu z it's like a g with a z attached to it. nu z so alpha beta gamma delta epsilon zeta eta theta iota kappa lambda mu nu z Omicron, Pi, Rho, Sigma, Tau, Upsilon, Phi, Chi, Psi, Omega. Phi, Chi, Psi, Omega. Well, even in that quick little run through the alphabet, you will notice that the first letter of the alphabet is alpha, or what corresponds to our letter A in English. And the last letter is omega, which is the long O sound both are vowels so the alphabet begins with alpha and ends with omega many of us who went through greek classes either in bible school or seminary or at a college learned the lower case letters and most of us are not really familiar with the uppercase letters this seems just a little odd considering the fact the lowercase letters were not developed till long after jesus's time In Jesus' day, writing was done with capital letters, and there were no spaces between the letters, nor were there any punctuation marks. These things are a bit significant when we consider that sometimes it is difficult to tell where one word begins and one word ends. I don't want you to think that that happens a lot of times, but just to illustrate the confusion that can occur on rare occasions... I'll give you the example of something I read, I think it was in Josh McDowell's book, Evidence That Demands a Verdict, I think. But anyways, it said, the Lord is now here. But if you take out all the spaces and you put that all together, it can be read either the Lord is now here or the Lord is nowhere. And context has to rule your decision and the structure of the words. So we have that little bit of ambiguity as we face the text as originally written. So I just put that in the back of your mind. I want you to remember that the New Testament was originally written in such a way that there were no spaces between the words, and it was all capital letters. This seems like a good time to give in a commercial or advertisement for one of my favorite websites. It's called CodexSynaticus.org. That's C O D E X. S I N A I T I C U S dot org, Codex Sinaiticus.org. The, re- the thing that makes this so incredibly cool is that Codex Sinaiticus is one of the earliest manuscripts we have of the complete Bible in Greek. And you can go to that website and you can search for any verse in the Bible and, and it will pull up a digitized copy of the actual page from Codex Sinaiticus. To me, this is astounding. In the old days, when I was younger, if you wanted to study Codex Codex Sinaiticus, you actually had to go over to Britain and go to the British Museum and get permission to go in and view this incredible rare artifact dating back from the fourth century and, and do your research there. But now, thanks to the advances in technology, you and I, anyone, can access this incredible manuscript and see exactly what it looked like in the original. Fascinating stuff. Anyway, sometime we'll have to talk a little more about Codex Sinaiticus. But let's get back to the alphabet. So there are 24 letters in this alphabet, and the first letter is Alpha, and the last letter is Omega. This is significant because, four times in the New Testament, all in the book of Revelation, Jesus refers to himself as the Alpha and the Omega. Those uh, references are Revelation chapter 1 verse 8 and 11, and Revelation 21 verse 6 and 22 verse 13. So you have these kind of like a sandwich, where at the very beginning you have Jesus revealing himself as the Alpha and the Omega, and then in the last part of the book, unveiling himself one last time, or a couple last times, as indeed the Alpha and the Omega. But let's hear how it would have sounded in the original Greek. I'm going to read chapter 1, verse 8, first in the English, and then we'll read it in the Greek. In the New King James, it says this, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And here's how it sounds in the Greek. Egoe me ta Alpha kai ta Omega lege kurios ha ha on kai ha kai ha ha panta Did you hear the Alpha and the Omega? Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. And as I said, in case anybody was wondering whether Jesus really meant to call himself the Alpha and the Omega, we can look at Revelation chapter 22, verse 13. It reads this way in the English. It says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And what's helpful here is that Jesus himself has explained to us what he means when he uses that term, the Alpha and the Omega. But let's hear it in the Greek. Ego ta alpha omega, ha kai ha telos. Did you hear the Alpha and the Omega? To me this is astounding because what's happening is Jesus has revealed Himself, unveiled Himself as the very beginning and the end, the first and the last of all that is visible and invisible. And the word we had before that I didn't have, translator talk about was the word Almighty, Pantocrator, which means all strength, all power. This is extraordinary. Jesus is saying that he is God Almighty, the creator. It causes me to remember my uh, friends who stopped by there, the Jehovah's Witnesses, and wanted to debate whether or not Jesus was indeed God. Well, the very fact that Jesus calls himself the Ta Alpha Chi Omega is an indication that Jesus himself claimed to be God in the flesh, God incarnate. And that's exciting. It's exciting because every time someone learns the Greek alphabet, they are learning a declaration of Jesus's deity. They are learning a biblical way to say that Jesus is truly God in the flesh. And that's exciting. He is indeed the alpha, and the omega. Well, that's it for today on The Greek Geek. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday. And if you like what you hear, please remember, click subscribe. God bless. Kyrane. The Greek Geek comes to you from the Finger Lakes region of New York and is brought to you by Teproset Productions.